This is a Kirkendall Barrett presentation, darling. <laughs> Dad is dead. There is a dog. You bought strawberries. <laughs> Who do you think you are? You buy homemade bread? What are you, QAnon? <laughs> what makes him happy? Uh, not being in this movie? Not being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kirk Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett, and hello, Jason Bowers. Happy Halloween, everybody. I cannot <laughs> believe that we are, like, almost at Halloween. I'm excited. I love Halloween. I do, too. There are a lot of Halloween parties this year, too. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone, even though stuff was largely opened up last year, I think everyone is still in the mindset of, oh, we've been closed down for two years. Right. Right. I'm excited. Uh, Kurt, are you doing anything for Halloween? I don't think so, but we'll Uh, see. If you want to come to California, I'm having a party. (laughs) <laughs> it is not an Adams Family that. Monsters party, as some have said, Les. Well, that's what I was told. <laughs> well, they lied. <laughs> they lied. That's what I was told. I was in, where was I? I was in Nova Scotia when I got that news. <laughs> What's funny is uh, <laughs> some friends in our friend circle that weren't involved in all that nonsense that we talked about on last week's podcast. Uh, they have two kids. It's a gay couple, and they have two kids, and they're actually dressing as the Adams family, totally independent. Oh, how funny! Of of all all that nonsense, and then we told them all about it. They're like, "Oh, that's hilarious." <laughs> so see, it's it's in the air. It's in the air. Um, but but yeah, I can't. So and you know what that means? Like it's almost our busy season. It should have been our busy. We should have been doing the most murderous Lifetime movies all month long. And I think this week's movie was chosen in anticipation of doing that. And there wasn't one murder in this movie. I know. I apologize. No. I apologize. This was kind of. You got to admit, on paper, this movie sounded really good. You did. Well, when you said that the the movie is a let's get physical from Lifetime. Uh, and you said that it involves a a fitness instructor who's a madam. I was like, okay, that sounds like yeah. it could be fun. She wasn't a madam. She was she was just a prostitute. <laughs> she was, I mean, she's the her own madam. She's self madaming. Yeah, she was a self made prostitute. But the I, title of the movie wasn't even good. Let's get physical. It sounds like it's going to be this like fun. You know, frothy. I I, but it's, it's I will say for a movie that on paper is all about sex, there was very little like sexuality in this movie. Like, yes, there were talk there was talk about sex, and you would hear people doing it, but it was always done for comedic effect. <laughs> but th- we've seen move way hornier Lifetime movies than this. Oh yeah, yes. I thought it was kind of a brave movie, though. This movie kind of made me angry, actually. Yeah? Yeah, because it was like bullshit. Those people were bullshit. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there were lots of things to be angry about in, in the, the sort of the politics 
of what happened in this uh, based on a true story. But the movie could have made it a little bit smuttier. Right. Right. I guess so. I, I, I felt it took like a serious tone in a way. That, you know? The problem was it couldn't decide if it was taking a serious tone or a comedic tone. And it kept waffling between the two. Right. There were, okay. there were so many beats in this movie that were played for outright comedy. That's, yeah, that's the direction that they probably should have gone into. They could have done some kind of did you, happy uh, stuff. It's a Lifetime movie. Okay, so back no. in the 70s, did you guys ever see that movie, The Harper Valley PTA? I know of that it. Was, that was based on the song, and the movie was with Barbara Eden. Yeah, it was a TV Nanette movie, Beverly. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it tur- they turned it into a series. Yeah, I remember the show. Yeah, there was, a, there was a TV series. I don't think it ran for very long. The day my mama stopped it too, the Harper Valley PTA. I think George Goebbels was in that show. <laughs> Probably. Are you looking up George Goebbels, Jason? I know that. Now, there's I, a I, wide screen. And I you see him like he's now he's putting his hands down looking for George. Well, no, I actually I, I wasn't looking for George Goebbels. I was just putting it in my show notes. I've heard the name. Who is George Goebbels? He, he was, was on everything dude. in the 70s. Yeah. I don't think he's around anymore. If he is, he's got to be 120. 20 at least like what would i know him for <laughs> i have no idea i just remember the like, name george goebbels well, he now was like i am an old okay, dude he'd be on the show lion king what did you say lion king no i said no, now I i'm looking him up oh yeah let's look him up all right yeah no because i was uh, i wasn't well, looking him up earlier I, I just everybody I, at home look up george goebbels let's break the internet george goebel because there's no s at the end george yeah, he's dead he 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 died in 1991. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's pictures of him as a young man, but I remember him as an, an older dude. He was on Laughing. I remember him from Laughing. Yes, people. I'm old enough to remember Laughing. Oh, Hollywood Squares. So he was on the, probably like the f- the very first version. He had to been had had to been the first version. Oh, with well, the no, no. Yeah, that that must be what he was on. Yeah. Well, what was that you cut out there? What was he on? Oh, I said yes. He. He was on the f- first version of Hollywood Squares. Oh, okay. With Paul Lind at the center square. Hello. Oh, he Danny. had a, his own variety show, the George Goebel show, for five years. Oh, actually longer. Oh. For, it went from uh, NBC to CBS. Hmm. Okay. Oh, he jumped, he jumped networks. Wow. Well, there you go. See, you learn things on this podcast. He was a F troop, all kinds of stuff. Oh, I mean, F-troop. back in the day. If we were doing this podcast in like 1978, man, we would be very topical because people, everybody would know who George Goebel is. And Soupy Sale. We'd be on the cutting edge. If we went back 45 years in time, we'd be very topical. We would be. <laughs> and and uh, we'd be the very first podcast ever. That'd be fantastic. Right? Well, people would be like, what are you guys doing? Who? How do you hear this? Oh, it's an invention yeah. called a... a <laughs> A smartphone. Yeah, it'll catch on. What? I regret that we didn't do this podcast back in 1978 because we look at all the missed opportunities. And then you'd have like the the, the blonde aunt <laughs> you go, how can phones be smart? Uh, oh, okay. Mr. Fitzpatrick? <laughs> like you'd, cause you know, you'd have like the wacky secretary. Yeah, yeah. Named like Marge or Susie or something. 
Yeah, what's going on? Mr. Fitzpatrick. I there's a another another thing I noticed. There's a there's a book out. It's a it's an autobiography written by Matthew Perry, and apparently it's just <gasps> one one if I may use the f word one fucked up thing after another that he thing after that that he did. And so every day in the news they they they, they pluck out one of these things and they make it like a little uh, headline. He did so many drugs. Clickbait. His colon blew up. Yeah, he uh, one of the one of the quotes that came out was he said that he uh, I think it might have been from the Diane Sawyer interview. He uh, he had had spent so much on rehab over the years. He spent something like two million dollars on rehab. I, I believe that. I'm like, how do you blow up your colon? Oh, right. A lot of great guys. Okay. Yeah, you don't look well, too good. Well, I mean, that body's been through a whole lot. Yikes. He wasn't ready for that kind of life. He Seriously. punched a hole in the wall when he found out Chris Farley died. He, he was insulting. He shades Keanu Reeves in the book. I saw that. Um, he, then there was another one. I'm, I'm the fool that's clicking on all this, this, this stuff. It's like a master class on Matthew Perry. No, that book sounds good. He I broke might up get. with Julia Roberts. I forgot they were a couple. Yeah, I remember that. He dated her and he dated Lauren Graham. Oh, wow. From Gilmore Girls. I wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, break wow. up with these people. Well, speaking of dating, does anybody have any Black China news? That's not possible. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that, was the, that was the park ranger. That's not possible. This trail's been closed for eight years. It's extremely dangerous. Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. The Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. That's not possible. This trail's been closed for eight years. It's extremely dangerous. <laughs> Black China has been linked to George Goebel. This is in uh, Yahoo Life. Uh, the headline is Black China claps back at accusations of kidnapping and sex trafficking. Wait, what? Okay, I need to hear this. Okay, here's, here's the article. What is going on in the world of TikTok? On Monday, model and reality TV star Black China shot down all the claims that she attempted to kidnap and sex traffic Ava Louise, a popular TikToker who made the accusations on her popular social media account. In a video posted on TikTok on October 20th, Louise alleged that China held her hostage and said, I'm pretty sure she was trying to sex traffic me. She further claimed that she was forged, no, forced to sign an NDA when she arrived at China's home and was held hostage at her home for up to six hours. Clearly, these are serious accusations, but Black China's attorney is shooting down all the accusations on behalf of her celebrity client. J.D. Sanchez, China's attorney, has sent Louise a cease and desist letter that read, according to TMZ, that everything Louise is alleging is false, extreme, and outrageous. The letter further demands that Louise must stop with the allegations or China and her attorneys will continue to go forward with legal action. According to TMZ, China's attorneys are also attacking Louise's credibility, claiming that she often made outrageous statements on her social media platforms to increase her visibility, saying she had previously made false accusations that she slept with Kanye West. 
This isn't the first time Black China has taken legal action this year alone. Here's a this is news we know. In April, she sued the Kardashian family for defamation, claiming the family ruined her television career. She eventually lost the $100 million defamation lawsuit against the family when it was found that the popular family did not unjustly harm China's career and could not find enough evidence to point it to them interfering with her contract with E. The jury also found no evidence supporting China's claim that they lied about her allegedly abusing Rob Kardashian or spread word of the abuse with reckless disregard for the truth. As a result, she was awarded no damages. Yeah, China will sue your ass. Who? Wait, we so who that. is this Louise person that, that said that Black hey, China... Um, she's this woman on TikTok. She's really hot. I, I, I looked at her. There's like a little photo um, montage of her on here. She's like, she she's in some sort of bikini on a bed taking pictures. I guess she has a, a, a giant mirror on her ceiling. But um, what's her... Oh. She's just famous on TikTok, or is she a rapper? I don't yeah. know who she is. Well, I, yeah, I guess TikTok. on the TikTok. I guess that's what you know. Okay. I would I. Star, oh, oh, go ahead, Les. No, I was just gonna say. I just read TikTok star Ava Louise claims that she reported Black China to the FBI. Uh, what I yeah. it, what yeah. the the question mark for me on this story is? I think I was being well, sex trafficked. How, how how is there gray area with that? Okay. Uh, what, there's this a, yeah. credibility has just flown out of the window. Why? Did she ever have credibility? Who is Ava Louise? She is the influencer who found fame by licking a toilet seat. Come on. You, you believe her? <laughs> That's right. I've heard of this woman. <laughs> I remember her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, now, Les, how many years of acting, of acting lessons and you know, training have you had over the years? I started taking classes at 14, and I'm 56. Okay. And how long does it take to lick a toilet seat? <laughs> I, I, I guess two minutes. I've never licked one. Two minutes? Yeah. Well, I mean, do you lick it fast? Do you lick it slow? Like, well, I mean, I think that that's, uh, you know, up, well, that's up, something you learn in uh, up to the person. But I, I think the moment the, the tongue touches the toilet, the the, the toilet's been licked. I, Wise know, advice, just, kids. Girl. Honestly, that's not my mind. Th- those trying to get in the business right now, take that advice. <laughs> as I soon want to audition the- for the Actors Studio in New York. I want to have. I want to audition specifically for Ellen Burstyn. I want to go through two rounds. I want to be, then I would be, be allowed into one of the classes, and I raise my hand and say, "How long should I lick a toilet bowl seat?" Right. And then I'll get back to you. But no, uh, I, I've actually heard of this woman. Yeah, I, I heard that she licked. Um, I heard of someone who licked a toilet bowl seat. Well, it was, yeah, because it was or, a big story early in uh, COVID that she was doing it when we were all masked up and not oh, supposed to right. touch services and stuff. So it wasn't even like I, she's just nuts. She was like trying to make noise. Yeah, I think I think we talked about this before at one point. Probably. Yeah. Uh, probably. I'm going to go lick the toilet bowl uh, right now if it means I'm going to get work out of it. I could use a job. I don't need a job that bad. I'm good. Speaking of careers and and entertainment, (laughs) Jason, are you allowed to share with us what you did? I can. Yeah, I can finally talk about it. So I think I've talked about this part on the show that back in the 90s when I first moved to L.A., uh, I used to be a background actor on the show Boy Meets World. Uh, I I was on the show fairly regularly during season three. And cut to, 
Uh, I live in West Hollywood, California, and you may have heard in the news that uh, running for city council in West Hollywood, California, is Ben Savage, who plays Corey on Boy Meets World, the main character. Uh, the show was built around him. Uh, so I have not seen Ben Savage since the, the late 90s, mid-90s when I was on that show. But in the past month and a half, uh, probably two months, I've run into Ben Savage 10 times. Yeah. 10 times in the past month because he's like out campaigning and he's just like gotten about. So I've like had full on conversations with him cut to there is a very popular podcast called pod meets world hosted by Daniel Fisher, official Ryder strong and will Friedel who were all on the show. It is it, like, this is a top 15 podcast. It's like one of the biggest podcasts in the U S and I, I got to be on it talking about my experience on the show. So it's out now. Uh, let's see. It came out last Wednesday, it. and they, yeah. like I was on with him for like fifteen minutes. It was it was pretty big. It was a good interview, Jason. Yeah. It really was. I, yeah, it was I, funny. I, I it. Thank you. When, yeah. When you told us, I was like, oh, I subscribe. I already have it in my queue. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the the number of the episode. It was. Oh, it, was, it came out October 19th, the episode. It's like a bonus episode, so it's called TGI, the BMW DNA, because the episode was sponsored by um, uh, 23andMe. I'll bet we have some new listeners as a result of that. I hope so. I got to plug our so. podcast. Yeah, I got you, to plug you, my you, job. You well, well, one of the hosts said he was going to listen to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Will said he would. Yeah. So Do hi. we want to recommend... Do we want to recommend some episodes? If there's any any new listeners, any episodes of our show? I always send people to Killer Contractor because that is such a bonkers movie, and we had so much fun talking about it. Uh, gosh, what was the, the? There was a movie. Our last episode was a good time. That was a good episode. That yeah, was, that was fun. the episode yeah. before uh, this. What was that movie called? Taking a shot at love. The one with Luke. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, or just, you know, start at this episode and see if you like it. Hi. Welcome. 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 Good morning, okay. good afternoon, good evening. Well, uh, I don't know. This, this, I don't know. Uh, this movie, Let's dumb. Get Physical. Did you think it was dumb? I, I think it has some interesting um, social commentary to it. It did. It was, it was Because dumb. I don't think that a lot of times in the... United States, there's like a fear of sexuality for sure. Kind of almost like, yeah. And I think this movie kind of um, dealt with that a little bit and you don't, I don't see it. I don't, obviously I don't see every movie or TV show out out there, but a lot of the, um, you know, the American media, they don't really deal with this as much. Well, I have issues with this movie. I, okay. I, yeah, I, I agree with you that it did have good commentary, but I, I, like I kind of said up top, I, I feel like this movie couldn't figure out if it was taking a comedic tone or a serious tone. And I think anytime they would venture into comedy, they would they, like the little voice in their head would say, but we're like, you know, we're trying to tell an important story here, so we can't be that funny. And they couldn't, it was just too down the middle bore. And like the end just ruined the movie. The, I yeah. enjoyed it, and then the end was so fucking stupid. I was mad. Yeah. And when we get to the end, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yes, it was. I, I think this movie's biggest problem was that they had a name as the lead of the movie, and so they they and she wasn't really the main character. 
Jenna Dewan. Yeah, Jenna Dewan. Do you know who that is? No. I do. That's Channing, Channing Tatum's ex-wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's and she's famous, famous? Or, she's famous in her own right as an actress and a uh, dancer. But, uh, you know, she's a fairly big name to have in a Lifetime movie. And because of that, they didn't want to make this too sleazy because they didn't want to make it seem like she's doing smut. Which is ironic because the, the movie is commentary on how we shame sexuality. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it was sleazy. No, oh, it should have been, though. No. It should have been sleazy. No, it could have gone in that direction. I know, that's the thing. This is Lifetime. Well, that's true. A Lifetime movie shouldn't be social commentary. It should have been just, you know, f- fun and hijinks and... And and stripping and you know I was concerned yeah. when I was I heard it was based on a true story because anytime Lifetime does these and I, I'm actually going to plead now can we stop watching Lifetime movies based on a I true story I didn't realize it was ripped from the headlines yeah uh like I because anytime we do that they always take a they kind of dance around it without really digging in versus a thing that's purely fictional they're like oh yeah it can be crazy that's fine. Uh, I promise guys, our next, our next lifetime movie will be blood and guts and sleaze. Speaking of dancing around, have you guys ever like performed in a town where they they don't allow dancing? It's like, no, like Footloose. Footloose. There, there, have you? Well, yeah. There was a place I forget where it was, but there was some place where there was there was a like a street that was not zoned. It was it was not zoned for. Dancing, and the reason they do that is because they don't want any strip clubs moving into the into the area. So, so it's did, not zoned for dancing. So, so, so were there signs, or did like the no? I don't. Tell you no, it, it, it would be if somebody wanted to open up a business. You know, that's they would they already have that that law in place. That makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Gotta gotta cut loose. Anyway. And dance. Go- Shall we talk about this movie? We shall. Let's get it over with. Ugh. Yeah, let's do okay. it. So we start off Stick with, with us a first. pole dancing class. And the pole dancing class is full. And it's all these suburban ladies doing pole dancing. And the, the teacher's this hot teacher, and she walks by this old lady, and the old lady says that taking yeah. this class has, has helped her... her um, Sex, sex life. life. Yeah. Nana. Is the character. Nana. That's what we used to call my grandmother, Nana. And you know, the funny thing is, it's because she called her Nana and I thought that it was her grandmother. I, I did too. Oh, by the way, do you know who else were, uh, besides Jenna Dwan, who were uh, executive producers on this movie? Did you notice? <laughs> Kelly Rippa and Mark Consuelos. Kelly Rippa, I am ashamed of you right now. I expect better from you kelly and mark's son was in this he played Petey. oh the nerd yeah Petey. he was cute he was oh okay yeah well well shout out to kelly ripper who got started on dancing on air which is a which was a local dance show that played in the philadelphia area i know dancing (laughs) on air my friend my my old boss bill o'brien used to host uh dancing on air or oh, okay. no, he may have hosted it when it was Dance Party USA when it went went to Dance USA. Because yeah, there there is a clip national. of him that Madonna wheels out like every year or so of her on that show, and Bill's the one introducing Madonna. Okay. Yep. 
I know it's her from all my children. And my mom's friend was her. My mom's friend, Vicky, was her gym teacher. Oh, who Kelly Ripa? Yeah. We should have had Vicky on today. Vicky is a character, actually. Vic, come on the show. Yeah, let's get her on an episode. <laughs> I, I have to call her and ask her, but yeah. I don't know. So, so they're pole dancing. They're, they're just pole dancing and gyrating. And it's all these suburban ladies. And all of a sudden, the cops yeah. bust in. It's a bust. And as she's getting arrested, her, this one of the women looks at her and says, I tried to warn you. And then we go to five months earlier. So we see our friend Sadie, the, the pole dancing teacher, and she moves to town. And the mayor, who's also a realtor, is showing her a building. Mm -hmm. And you could tell that he's into her. And well, she's, yeah, she's. She's hot. She was stunning, hot, like super yeah. hot. Yeah, she's hot. And so, um, so she agrees to not only take the building, but she agrees to take the place next door too, right? It's like, yeah, it's like a little space in behind the dance studio. And then she was also looking for a place to live. Yes. So she was like, what does she call it? A hat trick? Yeah. So, so then we see the local hairdresser and, you know, the bitch of the town, Carol, is there. And, you know, the bitch is like... Who does she think she is? She's sleazy. Just for no reason. She just automatically hated her. Yeah. Um, and then we see her. So she, and she's open about it. She's like, I am starting a pole dancing class. No, and she wasn't at first. She kind of danced, pardon the pun, danced around it at first. Said that she was doing fitness classes and they'd be blah, blah, blah. And then like Carol called it pole dancing. And as soon as she said that, then she's like, yes, there will be some pole work involved, but you know, because I know people that take those classes for legitimate fitness reasons, and they all try and make it real clear, like, this is about me working in a strip club. This is for fitness. Pole dancing, you've got to have some amazing abs. Absolutely. To be on the pole. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There were, did, so, Jason, did you ever go, so there was this bar in West Hollywood that was called Flaming Saddles. It's no longer around. And there was this one woman, they had dancers there, and one of the women could swing on the pole, but, like, have herself horizontal and swing around the pole. Yeah, that, so just for context, Kurt, this bar, it was like a, a cowboy theme. They have one in New York, but the one in New York's much more intimate, so it's like the bartender's dancing on the bar, but this was like, they had a lot of open space, so they had these ropes hanging from the wall, and they had these big uh, poles, and they had the hottest guy, all straight, all these yeah. like straight Russian guys, but all the hottest guys dancing, and the people would go, and you know, they'd tip them, and they were like good looking and stuff, and they were fine dancers, but when she was on stage, everyone was captivated. She was really yes. good. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I, yeah, because I don't know if men. I never saw men pole dance. Does that happen? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it does. You got to be more careful, though. Yes, you do. I guess you do. Yeah, I guess you would. <laughs> I'm just sliding around that thing. 
Yep. I don't think I'm going to do that. So, so she's having a hard Although time. There's a high demand. What did you say? No, I said I don't think I'll pole dance. Although there is a high demand. Well, you know, you got for me. You got great abs. Um, okay. she, has, she has no students, okay, and then ankles. Nana shows up. The old lady of the town mm-hmm. shows up, mm-hmm. and Nana is like, "You know what? You need to do. You need to go to the small business meeting that the town has." So Sadie shows up, and I didn't think that what she was wearing was that slutty. No, it really wasn't. She's no. a beautiful young woman and was just dressing sort of age appropriately. And because it wasn't like, you know, buttoned all the way to the top, everyone was like, oh, no. And like the men were all like ogling, like their eyes were going like, boing, like bouncing out. And, and so, so, um, you know, they're all the women are like, how dare she? But then April, the yeah, woman who like owns the beauty shop, eight. April took a liking to um, to Sadie, and she defends her. And actually, Sadie is renting an apartment from April, right? She, she rented it from April, right? Yeah, April and her husband, Marty, have a vacancy because Marty's sister, Marsha, uh, decided to go move out on her own. And Marsha is a character in this movie and and comes to play a, a major role late in the movie. Yes, yes. Getting back to her walking in the room, uh, what happens is it pisses people off because when a really beautiful person walks into the room, it kind of uglies everybody down. It's sure. kind of like it, it it ruins the curve because I've had this experience working on TV shows where all of a sudden it's like this, beautiful, <laughs> this, this, this beautiful actress walks in and everybody in the room just like drops a couple points. You yeah. Know? The curve. And, yeah. and correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. But Sadie was like the only woman under 50 in the entire town other than Marsha. It did seem weird because there were younger guys around. Yeah. One. There were, no, not just like Petey. A group of people rotating throughout the whole movie. Oh, I'm sure there were in terms of the, uh, the background actors. But, uh, but Petey wasn't the only young guy that we saw in that town. There were people in the background in certain scenes that were like young, good-looking men. Oh yeah, there were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, because the we're one clients. montage, the one montage where she's sleeping with guys, some of those guys were really hot. Well, I, and w- when we get to that, I'll talk about it. But I, I thought that it was so weird that like these guys were all good looking. Why are they paying for it? Right. Right. You know the 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 way that it started out, I could totally see why he paid for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and the priest was kind of young. The priest, the cute mm-hmm. priest was kind of young. Well, they, they didn't call him a minister. priest. They called him a minister, but he was wearing a collar. Yeah. 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 Do, do other men was. of cloth wear the collar if they're not a priest? I don't know. Listeners, if you know, because <laughs> I noticed that our social media listeners are growing. So if you know, please tell us. Yes. Our super religious listeners to a lifetime right. of Fall Park podcast. Yeah. Where we had a whole conversation about shitting in a wig in the last episode. Yeah. And now this episode, <laughs> we're talking about licking a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> we're not the ones doing this. This is what's out in the world. Yeah. Right. We're just, we're, we're, we're holding a mirror news. up to society. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and, and so, um, 
So, yeah, so Sadie was renting in the garage apartment from April and her husband, who was kind of attractive. Yeah. And, and... He looked um, a little bit like Brick and Meyer. Yeah. Yeah, he did, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and Sadie, like, got a lot... Like, they, you know, they were actually nice. Mm-hmm. They were nice people. Um, and so... Um, so, uh, Sadie is... Um, like she's she's getting along with them. Then we see her back at her class, and she still only has one person. But Nana, it was Nana, right? That was like, oh yeah. no! And it, but then she talked to April, and April's like, "I'm gonna help you fill this class." And since April was like the town hairdresser, April just started spreading the word yeah. to her clients, and um, so then it shows and like her. Her client, the classes grow and grow and grow. Um, but then we see her. And another thing that she could, um, Sadie had a lot of side hustles. So she had the pole, you know, the pole dancing class. But another side hustle is she did massage. I think the massage so, wasn't so much an actual side hustle as much as it was a conduit for the real side hustle. Right. So it was, it was like a, a, a smoke screen yeah. for the real Side hustle yeah, or the good. side hustle. Yeah. So she's giving the mayor a massage. Yeah, she is. And then she turns him over and then she's like, Is there anything else that you want? But she asked very innocently, Is there, is there well, anything else I could do? She offers to t- t- take him to heaven. Now, I'd be afraid that someone was going to shoot me. Someone says they were, <laughs> that they're going to take me to heaven, you know? But, you know, and the thing that she could do is she offered favors. Oh, she took him to heaven, all right. Yeah. She has a whole, <laughs> a, a whole suite of services. So so then... We, we skipped one, one detail that's pretty oh. important here, too. Is oh. uh, we So Carol, who was the woman that was kind of upset about this sexy woman coming to town, she's dropping her son at school, and her son is kind of calling her out for being like upset for no reason over this woman she doesn't even know. And then mom is flirting with Gerald Quinn, who's a teacher at the school. We find out Carol, uh, she owns the local newspaper, but is also a reporter at that paper. The Gazette. Yeah. Also, Carol will not take the pole dancing class because she does not sweat in public. No. And it seems like nobody liked Carol. No. Her her son would call her out at every chance he got. Yeah, Mr. Quinn kind of liked her. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so so then we go to the local restaurant, uh, Sadie does, and Sadie and April, because they, they become besties, like, almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And so we see this nerdy guy, but it was, like, one of these nerdy guys that if you took his glasses off, he'd look, like, amazing. I and so- beg to differ. Oh, really? Because they showed him with the glasses off at the end, and I didn't recognize him at first. It's like, oh, he's cute, but he was cuter in the glasses. Okay. So, but, and so his, and so it was like the local restaurant, but his mom was on a vacation, so he was running things, and he, he had baked these muffins, and he gave samples to Sadie and April, and Sadie's like, you know, you should like turn this into a business because these must these muffins are actually really good. Uh, honest question here, 
and no no shade to uh, Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos and their son, but was his character necessary at all in this movie? No, not at all. Right. Because there was a weird justification as to why he's even there when there's no other right. people that are sort of his contemporaries. Well, uh, it's weird. Yeah. And, it, and so, it, he does, his character doesn't drive the story. The muffin thing goes nowhere. There's a, a thing that he gets upset about later in the movie that's a, a funny comedic beat but serves no purpose to the story. He's also oddly hanging out with adults. Like, yeah. Well, he's not like a five-year-old. He's, he's, you know, an adult age. Uh, and, okay. and also, so I'm thinking maybe that original character was supposed to be the owner mm-hmm. who, who probably took the pole dancing class, but then they're like, we need to give our son a role. Yeah, probably. So, so we'll write him in. All right, well, I got it. So, um, oh, that's another thing. Yeah, Carol's son told her she only had one friend. Yeah, he, he wasn't wrong. You know he was not wrong. So then, so she gives no. So she gives the the mayor a full release. Okay. Yeah. Now this Wait is where I kind of had the issue on her end because this was a small like she moved from Vegas and this was a small town in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, common sense would have told you that in a small town. In New Hampshire, the word's going to eventually get out, mm-hmm. not to the men, because she wants the word to get out to the men, but some big mouth man is going to tell someone or talk about it in front of his secretary, and the women are going to find out. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how she didn't think that she was going to get caught from the jump. Especially when she's like, she's got a website where she's doing cam shows and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, and one thing that I really wish they would have paid off is they've mentioned a couple times that she's there for a fresh start. We never find out why. Right. Right. Yeah, that's right. true. How's she going to get away with this stuff in a you small know, and, town? And and I, you know, and I, I see nothing hmm. wrong with sex work. There's nothing wrong with being a sex worker. But I did it today. Excellent. But it's like, you know, at the same time, you got to kind of be smart. And if you're not, you know, if you're in a small town, you got to just expect that the word's going to get out. Mm -hmm. Period. And so that's what the mayor did. He told his friends. So she started getting other clients. Mm -hmm. And then she's, but then so even, so she teaches dance. But she's also like she's a pole dancer with a heart of gold because, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, they all are you know, because they're talking about charities and she volunteers for the charities and she's like very like involved in the town. Yeah. And, and other than Carol, everybody likes her like she's nice. She's genuinely a nice person. She's a so smart they entrepreneur. Like they're they're like all blown away by her business acumen. Right. So. So she was um, getting stuff for this one charity and she goes to the church and the minister is like, oh no, she, she goes to, and she tells the minister, oh, I'll bring the stuff over the church. And the minister's like, uh, no, I'll come over. So even the minister got wind of what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I so, wrote in my notes. I think the minister wants some. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. 
So, so then, and I've got to switch rooms because my loud husband is home. So, so then, um, she is. I'm like walking, this is, and this is doing when my, oh, so when the kid Carol's son, yeah, finds her on the internet. He this finds her webcam. Carol's kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's about to spank it. Well, yeah. So he's like everybody's horny in this movie. Yeah, but they're he, not he, like they're horny on paper. But yeah. do we really see it? No, no, we don't. They're, well, they're we kind of do. We saw we kinda... like a glimpse of like the top of someone's shoulder, like of Lifetime movie. We have seen way more skin in just your generic run of the mill Lifetime movie than we saw in this one. Well, I think part of it, too, was weren't they supposed to be repressed in the town? Yeah, but then they're they're like awakened. Yeah, that, right. like they kept saying in the movie that she was sort of like a, a Mary Poppins, <laughs> like comes to town. I was thinking more like the Music Man. She comes oh, in God. and everyone's like all mesmerized by this uh, this big city what's prostitute. Her? What's the musical where the whole city comes comes to life? That's the Music what, Man. Brigadoon. Isn't there another one that, that where that happens? Brigadoon or oh, something maybe. like that. I've never Brigadoon. seen Brigadoon. I don't know. Maybe it's I don't, I'm not familiar with Brigadoon. But Music but Band is where Harold Hill comes to town yeah, and yeah. convinces Darian, them that they need yeah. a marching yeah, band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. Music Man. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's uh, the one. So yeah. So then yeah. Um, so so yeah. So yeah. All of the all of the women like these classes are starting to sex them up. Mm. Well, you know who is a new client of Sadie's is uh, Gerald Quinn. Right, that the teacher of of George is that the kid's name? T- his teacher that's uh, oh, yeah. been flirting with Carol. He hasn't been with a woman since his wife died eight years ago. I see dead people. And he and Sadie, wow. they she asks him if he wants to slow dance. And this, they're like slow dancing while he's like talking about his dead wife. And then he went to town, and so that was the thing. She would sleep with the men, but give them like sex advice to then go home and then like sleep with their wives which is so she was kind of doing a service yeah yes absolutely and that is the thing that you hear a lot about people that work for like um phone sex lines and you hear it for uh, you know from sex workers that sometimes it's not about the physical act it's not about getting off it's like people are just lonely yeah Yeah. and and so like she was but she was kind of like a mary poppins though because all of a sudden all the people started getting all sexy well that's not an umbrella (laughs) um so so then we see carol and she's getting her hair done and carol for like oh so gerald asks carol out carol says yes and then carol like all of a sudden gets the stick out of her butt and she actually becomes nice for a hot minute too and she starts saying you know what maybe i misjudged sadie maybe she's not so bad after all and um yeah, Gerald's so, like so, Stella getting his groove back. Right. So so then they're still planning um for the charity and, and Sadie is still involved. And then 
Sadie <laughs> is having wine with April, the hairdresser, and they're and she, Sadie's telling her I, about well, the sexual revolution. I'm, I'm laughing at like you know they're they're they keep having all these uh you know meetings of the business owners, and they're planning some sort of gal like charity gala for some charity, and Sadie makes this big pronouncement like, "Hey guys, we like we should raise more money." For more charities. And they're all like, ah, yeah. I don't know. That sounds like a lot of work. She's like, no, we could raise twice. But, but like, there's no, it doesn't make any sense why they, why she would propose it, A, and B, why they would poo-poo it. It's, it, it was a very banal act of what, like, yeah, if you raise more money, you can give more money to charity. That's just math. Right. So, yeah. so, and they were against that. Yeah. So, so, so then... This next part really pissed me off, too, because if you're going to be a sex worker, which I have no problem with, if you're going to be a sex worker in a small town out of your place of business, make your clients go through the back door. There's a career advice. Well, yeah. business advice, small business. Well, advice. Okay, let, let's considering yeah. the subject matter, be more specific. Because. So, well, so first of all, I don't think you understood where I was going owners, with that. Last. I think owners, a lot of advice from the show. So, so first of L all, Les is saying backdoor only for these <laughs> sex for this sex worker. Backdoor only. Damn. Well, that's well, for other reasons. But any, so like, um, so she was having, <laughs> you know, so uh, Sadie's sex business is taken off. Like she's she's getting clients, but it's. So April's uh, beauty shop was right next door to Sadie's studio. And so April started coming in early and started hearing people having sex mm -hmm. when she walked into work. So the first time April was kind of like, oh, you know, she thought, you know, maybe she hooked up or something. But, um, but then... April sees Jim, who is a, the husband of her friend, walk out of uh, the studio after hearing sex noise. And what's mm. silly is they were going in and out of the back door, but they would all pass by April's giant picture window, you know, looking out onto the street. They'd all walk by there as if April wasn't going to see them walk by. Right, like in the morning. Because the one time was in the morning, like before work, I guess. So, so April confronts um, Sadie, but then Sadie's like, well, yeah, you know, I, I am a sex worker and I am, you know, I believe in, I'm sexually free. And she tells April, um, and then April... I thought April was a little progressive because April was like, well, what about your life? Do you have boyfriends? Do you have girlfriends? You know, why? And then Sadie says, well, I think relationships are over. I don't know what that noise was. Relationships are what? Overrated. Oh, overrated. <clears throat> So she was supposed to be like this, this sexual, yeah. like this sexual sort of like a guru, mm. you know, um, oh, I, I know she hated the name, but yeah, a sexual Mary Poppins. I like the spreadsheet 
remember they, they were showing shots of the spreadsheet and like yeah. one person was just BJ. What was it? BJ and full put it down somewhere. One of them was flowers. I don't know what that was. Flowers. So, so then, um, so April's like, okay, so listen, I know that you're going to do your sex work, but just mm. no, and, and I'm fine with it, but, you know, no, be smart, basically. Be smart and, and don't be secretive about it to me. So, Tell me all the details. So then we see uh, Carol's kid in his bedroom and he's got uh, Sadie's webcam going and he's getting ready to get to work, if you know what I mean. And then Carol... What do you mean? You know what I mean. The Carol like goes knocking on his door like nosy mothers do and he's like and she's like what are you doing and he's like nothing and so he then um he's then he's like uh covering covering his his junk he's like i need to go take a shower yeah now <clears throat> now um this kid so hold on a second that used to happen in school. You'd be having some kind of like right. something would be happening. Wait, wait, your... kids do that in your school? No, no. You'd be you'd be, you know, just sitting there in class minding your business and things would be happening in your nether regions and then the bell would ring. Oh yeah. And you'd have to you have to uh-huh. get up in the class. You, you have to like you know Hold the books down walk, there. Walk with your walk with your uh US history book. Yeah, KRS you do the thing like, like if you're sitting in the desk and like the desk is connected on the one side, so you gotta have the book on top of the desk, and as you slide out, you gotta be moving the book at the same time, so it's it's right in uh, covering that line of sight. So, so young presumably, men, old men, if you have Fun. a nosy wife or mom, you should always clear your history before you leave the room. Clear your history anyway. You never know when a police raid is going to happen. True. Mm-hmm. True. Always be ready. Just open in a private browser. Right. B- because Carol went in and Carol did some snooping and Carol found Sadie's web webcam stuff. What I don't understand is that she was trying to be sneaky about it, but then she like takes his computer <laughs> and brings right. it to the salon and shows it to the other ladies. Now he's got to like, know at this point is missing. Yeah. Take photos. Right. She doesn't take photos or whatever. It's like, you know, I, I, I'm imagining later she gets home and she's like, did you do your homework? He's like, no, I can't find my computer anywhere. Right. <laughs> so, so then we, so then um, they go on a, they go on a picnic. <laughs> wait, wait. When Carol discovers that Sadie saw videos and she t- is telling April about it, she says her son saw Sadie's cookie. Right. <laughs> yeah, she's. <laughs> and that's why you should you know, clean I, your cookies. You know how I feel about cookies. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, so then we find out that one of their friends is actually a cop. So they're having lunch. Yeah, she, she pops out of nowhere. Daphne. Well, yeah, we did see introduction. It. We saw her in the opening scene. Oh, we did? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I would well, oh, say, yeah, in a flashback. 
And I would say that Daphne was closer to Sadie's age. Like Daphne's a little younger than them. She yeah, like cause cause April, I'm guessing, is like forty something. Mm-hmm. And and like Carol is in her mid fifties. And I would say like Daphne was in her thirties. Yeah. And so Daphne's a Daphne's a cop and Carol is telling Daphne about this and Daphne's like, well, you know, actually she's not doing anything illegal. And but she so, did also mention that she looked into Sadie's background and she was never arrested. I was like, why were you looking into her background? Yeah, that was weird. It's like, well, you know, but then, he, but then, you know, if I had access to records, I'd look. If I met someone new, I'd snoop. Yeah, it's super illegal to do that, turns out. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Remember when uh, the Kobe Bryant uh, crash happened and those LAPD officers got reprimanded because they released the – maybe is it uh, either LAPD or is a hospital – released photos. Oh, released photos and it was a huge scandal when it happened. I think it was a hospital. So, so then Carol is like, well, I didn't know why you're being so blasé, April. She's living in your house and what about Marty? And – and then Carol is like, and by the way, I know that she's a former stripper because I snooped too. So, um, what, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, so, so then, but April actually at this point is still defending uh, Sadie. And even Daphne's kind kind of defending her, or Daphne's kind of like, well, she's, at, she's not doing anything, she's not doing anything wrong. So leave her alone. Yeah. Basically. And but then April comes to work again and Daphne and um Sadie's even louder. Like her clients are getting really loud. Mm. Like she is going to town. Just oh, and then this is where she had, soundproof a, she had a client, right? Yeah, well, so she had a like it was another early morning. April's at the salon. And we see that guy Jim walk by. Jim, by the way, is he owns the car dealership in town. And then out of the blue, Lynn, who happens to be Jim's wife, she just wants to come in and have her hair done right that minute. And April's trying to like shoo her along, like, oh no, no, it's not a good time. And Lynn's like begging her to do it. So she's doing it while they're in there. <laughs> and what is probably the quickest uh, client Sadie has ever had. Jim's back there. April teases Lynn's hair a little bit, and it looks ridiculous. And she's yes. like sending her on her way as Jim is walking by again. Yeah, but Lynn says that she and Jim are now at it four to five times a week. Yeah. So yeah. So so Sadie's doing a certain like she's doing a service. She's saving marriages actually, because. Um, so so uh, yeah, because I wrote here. I wrote here. April made the woman's hair look like shit. She's like Michael Landon in Highway. This could be a Highway to Have an episode. Who Sadie's like an angel, <laughs> like a sex, yeah, like, an like angel a sex angel who's just help, helping everyone. <laughs> Maybe this is an episode of Quantum Leap. <laughs> is, uh, has Sam too. Beckett leaped into Sadie's dancing body? <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the favor that he needs to do to go on to the next time zone or whatever? He's, he's got to sleep with Petey. And it never happens. <laughs> yeah, she never does. Yeah, there's a new version of Quantum Leap. There is. Yes. Um, okay. So, so then, 
April comes home and Sadie and Marty are having dinner. And mm. April's like, uh-oh. And we find out that Sadie cooked. And April is like, okay, now shit's getting real. She's with my husband by herself. And then, um, oh, yeah, well, so then they're talking to Daphne again. And and April's telling Daphne, and Daphne's like, well, you know, cheating on your spouse isn't illegal. That's not a crime. So then Daphne says, what you need to do is you need to come up with a paper trail. I love this scene, by the way, took place there in the park. And they've got like little, they're all pouring wine into a little cup. And Daphne points out, hey, um, really, we're doing wine here in the park? Like, like Daphne kept pointing out the, hip- the hypocrisy and like how we'll sort of turn the other way when it comes to some laws that we find convenient to turn the other cheek to, but not turn the other cheek to other things. Hmm. So, so, so then we. Daphne's right? our so, conscience. So you- Right, I love that it gives you. I love Daphne, but she's like, "Is that wine?" So, so then we have like a little mini montage, and Sadie's giving class, giving a class and life advice at the same time, and talking about a head whip. Like, what? Whip your- a head whip. A head whip. Oh. Yeah. Cause, you know, whip your head, whip your hair. Yeah. So, so then. Was it April talking to Marty? We find out that Marty knows about Sadie. Well, we know that he knows about the videos. We don't know at this point that he knows about the prostitution. Right. So So the guys in this town have been talking. Like, it was like basically no secret at this point. Um, but so then April is getting, now April starts getting jealous. And April decides that she's going to fuck Sadie over. So April tells Daphne, the cop, that Sadie's actually taking money for sex. Because Daphne was like, if she starts, if we find out she's taking money, then that that part's illegal. Mm -hmm. So, but then they show a montage of the people in the town and Everybody is having more sex, and everybody is sexed up except for April. Well, she's got uh, Sadie's got like ninety five clients. Like yes. every guy is headed over there. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact though that the guys would go and have sex with Sadie, but then they would go and have sex with their wives, and then they showed like people looking like they were like in love, and they were like, you know, it, like, yeah. It was sure like it, it was like the after in any of those um, uh, medical commercials where you know for the like any kind of medication where like they're all they all look like they're frolicking and living their best lives as as they're reading all the disclaimers about the medication. Right, may cause sweaty hands, death, heart attacks. But man, you'll be in love with your wife. Right. Ugh. If you have an erection for more than eight hours, please call a physician. Jesus Christ. A hot right. physician, you know what I'm saying? All right. So, so yeah, eight so then hours. April so, so April is all caught up in getting revenge on Sadie, but she's losing out while all her other friends are getting it in. And Carol is yeah. also losing out because she keeps on postponing her date with Jim. Yeah. Gerald. 
with Joe. Gerald. So, <laughs> Gerald. Oh, that's right. Gerald. No, Janet. Je- Jessica. Gerald. Ger- Jeremy. So, so April feels, April feels bad about turning um, Sadie in. So April's like, listen, Sadie, you need to get out of town. Too many people know about this. And Sadie's like, oh, it'll be fine. And it's like, no, Sadie, when people tell you to get out of town, that town gossip tells you to get out of town, get out of town. So, so then we go back to our opening. So basically, the opening of the show of the movie was our cold open, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like a cold yeah. open. Well, because they were now it's intercut with scenes of Carol out, out on like the the patio, Petey's Cafe, there eating Petey's muffins. Not a euphemism. Uh, mm-hmm. Just watching this all unfold. So so then Sadie gets arrested. They raid her apartment. She has over 95 clients. But then it comes out that, okay, if she goes to trial, we need to uncover who the Johns are as well, who her clients are. Yeah. They say at one point that they would just get a $200 fine. And later on, they say it's a $100 fine. But even, but even Daphne's like, are you sure you want to do this? Like Daphne's like, I don't think this is a good idea because it's going to ruin a lot of lives. And Carol just does not care. She does not give a shit. So I, I want to know why Carol got to make that call. Like should, shouldn't the cop be able to make that call before Carol makes that call? Right. Right. So, so then we see uh, Sadie coming out of jail and Nana bailed her out. Mm-hmm. And, and, nice. since, and since Sadie lost her place to live, Nana's like, oh, fuck these bitches. Come and live with me. Like, Nana's Nana was a cool old lady. Yeah. She's like that woman who you know, who, who, who we know, that uh, ha-cha-cha lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like her. Yeah. This lady, Jason, it's this lady who we know and she's probably what, like 85, 86? And she's yeah, like, she's 86, tour- yeah. and she tours at the same places that we go. And and she comes out and she like hangs out with us and everything. And she's like 85. And I she's love like, that. I love people like that. And she wears like leather pants. She's really cool, actually. Yeah. So, so then we see April and she's out to dinner with. Oh, I forgot. April thought – was this when April thought that her husband was involved? Uh, well, they're about to drop the second batch of names. Why they were doing it in, in – why they were parsing it out rather than it all just coming out at once, I don't know. But her, uh, there was an M – whatever their last name was. I forget their last name, but it was M something uh, was going to come yeah. out. So Sadie's like, oh, my God, this is my husband. He's – He's been sleeping with Sadie, like, in my own home. Right. And, and so, and Carol, she went, she, that part, she went to the bathroom and overheard women talking about it in the bathroom. Yeah. So, hmm. so then we find out that Sadie made over $100,000. And she was only there for five months. She made $100,000 in five months. That's not what she was claiming on her income taxes, though. She was saying she made, like, eighteen. 
thousand. So this was right. a problem. But she was raking it in. She was she was very busy in this town. And so the minister was one of the people on the list that got caught. So the minister he was not, is feeling though. guilty. He was not. He thought he was. Ah. She didn't she didn't have him on the registry. Yeah. The minister was very attractive though. He was cute. So so then um April <laughs> this is the scene when, that I that I thought was so stupid. Why they're having like a, a they're getting ready for the gala and it's like all the all the men are there and April comes in and she's kind of chewing them out for how how basically like you know they're part of this problem too and you know like Sadie's not the only one guilty here they these guys all cheated on their wives and like ruined their families and Petey's all upset because like nobody told me about her I would have had sex with her too yeah right and he totally yells at her but it was really played for laughs it wasn't it wasn't really played for laughs so it was it was really it was very earnest he's all thanks a lot I think it was played for laughs. I just think it wasn't that yeah. funny. Okay, the way I heard it was, I took it very seriously. Well, yeah, because the, the rest of the scene, like, it, you know, it kind of undercuts April's message, which is, hey, we're shaming this woman that you guys all paid to sleep with. Right. She's not the only yeah. one that should be in trouble here. Like, the whole town was basically... Obviously, there was a need in this town for crying yeah. out loud. So, um, I don't so, think there was one so, man who didn't get up in there. Petey. Yes. Petey. Petey. Poor Petey. Poor Petey. He left out. But I love it. She's like, what? Were you going to have sex with her too? And he's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> no muffins for you. No. So, and then did you notice the, re- the coffee house or the restaurant? It was empty as well. Like they had no customers. So then we see April at home, and then the news is knocking at her door because they made this look like it made like national news or something. And so then April, being a vindictive bitch, goes on the news and just totally reams Sadie out on the news. And then we find out that they're going to get Sadie for tax evasion. And so. She's uh, like Al Capone. Yeah, so she makes a deal. Then Sadie yells at that Sadie and April have a fight. And this is the part I was like, I wrote Sadie should have punched April in the face. Yeah. Several Yeah, times. but she was in enough trouble. I can see why she didn't. Several times. She should have punched her in the face and grabbed her hair and like knocked her to the ground. Because April was really shit talking. And that's nah, not dynasty. And telling telling Sadie that she was fake, and telling Sadie that she was happy she turned her in. April called her a whore. Yeah, that see, that's what I thought she should have backhanded her. And this isn't the lifetime I'm used to. I'm used to people backhanding and punching people yeah, in lifetime movies. Yeah, like not only was there no murder, very little sex in this movie that was about sex, but we didn't have one cat fight. Right, because it's like yeah. like you know. She would have at least, like, mushed her in the face or something. We were catfished, really. Right. Yeah. I think we're watching this movie about some hooker called Let's Get Physical. And we're watching some social commentary sort of thing. It was, so it then, was a little bit after school specially. 
Right. Because then the mayor comes to Sadie and the mayor like feels bad about it. And then she's like, well, you told all your friends, but it's like, Sadie, what do you expect? Of course he's going to tell his friends. You're in a small town. And didn't you want him to tell his friends? Right. You made $100,000 in five months. So <laughs> in terms of like it's like plot minutia that really didn't make sense, the fact that Sadie was keeping records of all these guys as protection should she need it down the line. And she had all these videos of people like at the back door. Why would she at the same time be evading taxes? Like, wouldn't you still pay taxes on that money and just say it was for massages and things? Right, right. Because yeah. she did have legitimate yeah. businesses. Yeah. Well, I learned I because I, I I took the uh, I took an income tax course some years ago, and I did, and I, I've also worked as a volunteer income tax preparer. But one of the things we learned was that you do have to claim uh, money you make if you make money illegally, you still have mm-hmm. to claim it. Mm-hmm. So if you're like a hooker, or whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever what you're you doing, put? what do you put? If you're a, if you're a prostitute and you make money, you Crime. do have to claim that money. Crime eighteen thousand. I don't know. Yeah, escort. You could say an escort. That's that's not necessarily. We know what it means, but personal escort or personal, personal service. Yeah, come up with something. They yeah. they say despite that's illegal. You've got to. It's weird because you got to like go over something. Well, because go through the fact that it's illegal. Because you figure the the IRS is not a, an arm of law enforcement. The IRS is merely. Uh, mere, merely wants to get your tax money. So they, they just yeah. want to make sure that they're getting the amount they should get. What you're doing to get it, that's not their problem to figure out and solve those crimes. Right. So 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 then after Sadie yells at the mayor, oh, and then Sadie's like, I'm probably going to jail. Fuck you. And then we cut to April talking to her sister-in-law. Marcia, and this is... This and this is where her sister-in-law is like, okay, April, you idiot. It wasn't your husband, Marty, who slept with her. It was me. And Sadie's like, and April's like, wait, what? You're a lesbian? And she's like, yes. And I found out by sleeping with Sadie that I'm a lesbian. No, I, I like told that. My, and I told my brother not to say anything because I wanted to come out to you myself. And that's why he didn't say anything. And then, it, then, it, then April really felt like shit, like she should she have. should have, yeah. And and I think if I was um, April's husband and she came home like she does in this movie and also apologetic, I'd say, uh, why don't you go fuck yourself? Right. I, you, you didn't trust me. I tried to explain myself. You didn't listen. There's the door. I did hear you say earlier that you would leave. I'll take you up on that offer. I and would then, say go oh, fuck read- yourself because you can't fuck Sadie because she's in jail and it's your fault, asshole. Because I forgot to mention when eighty when exactly. when April and Sadie were having it out, and April's like, "You slept with my husband," and Sadie's like, "I would never do that. You're my friend. I would never sleep with your husband." Like girl, like no, we're girls. We're that's our girl code. I would never do that. And Sadie didn't believe her. Didn't so Marcia- now Sadie felt like the shithead she was. Not Sadie. April felt like the shithead yeah. she was. Didn't Marcia even tell yeah. uh, tell April that Sadie or almost didn't even take Marcia on as a client because she didn't want to make it weird, right? And look, Sadie changed Marcia's life because now Marcia is out and proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
maybe I would hold on to her anyway because the divorces are pain in the ass. But you got to work it out somehow. So now, but, but no, I'm all for this Marsha thing. That's progressive. Right. So, well, I went in there and you know went to town. I, apparently, she did. These yep. places. Do you ever like see those places where they actually do like happy ending massages? They look like so disgusting from the outside. It's like I I wouldn't I wouldn't go in just based on that. Or they're really mysterious. Like there's 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 one place that I'm aware of. I have not been inside, but it, they they have it looking like it's like a real estate agency. But there's like pictures of like Asian women in the windows, <laughs> open twenty four hours. It's a real Real estate agency that you might want to go in at 3 a.m. and interested in buying a duplex, you know. So after the, after the bar, after the bars close, I want I want to go into escrow. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm here to pay to pay my mortgage. What kind of mortgage? You know. No. What's it? That my lady mortgage. Let's discuss a reverse loan and reverse cowgirl. Right. And then and then the door the, then the, the drawer, the file cabinet opens up into <laughs> a massage parlor. <laughs> oh, so, so April just feels like the biggest asshole on the planet, as well she should. So then she goes into the committee mm-hmm. after like the, the entire committee's lives are devastated. And April says, oh, Sadie says, oh, no, April says, let's have the gala anyway. So then we cut to one year later. Well, wait, first, she, she, she goes to jail. She goes to jail. Yeah, Sadie's in jail. jail. Yeah. yeah. Sadie goes to jail. One year later. Sadie's getting out of jail, and April is picking her up and that's what I would have been like you bitch yeah like you bitch yeah. you ruined my life you dumb bitch well, she, she gets to pick her up and apologize like hey April or you could have come to visit me and apologize asshole right G- give it put some money on my commissary tab or what do they call it <laughs> yeah she can buy toothpaste and yeah. stuff like that yeah, yeah. yeah. like and, and and then Sadie's like happy to see her. And then April's like, "Oh, you look great." And Sadie's like, "Well, yeah." Oh, she and before, did and look Sadie's great. She out got the- out of prison and was fully made up and looked stunning. And, and, and I guarantee guards, you, she did not have that she. stuff with her in prison. No, no. <laughs> looks like she got released after five minutes. Just walked in, walked out. And she was telling the guards, don't forget your dance moves I taught you. So obviously she had like a great time. It's fun. She had a dance party in prison. <laughs> and so then April is like, hey, I want to give you a ride. Oh, because then she's like, Sadie, you're going to stay in town. And I'd be like, you have some fucking nerve asking me if I'm going to stay in town. What do you think? But Sadie says, no, it's time for me to move on. And so this part made me so angry. I was like, fuck this movie. Same. I fucking hated this ending. I was so pissed. I literally yelled, fuck this movie. Because, so Sadie, April's like, so um, I can give you a ride, but we've got to stop somewhere first. 
and they stop off at uh, April's hairdressing hair salon, and the entire town is there throwing Sadie a surprise party. Not well, just throwing was- her a surprise party, but throwing a surprise party where they're telling her that they want her to give one last lesson before they said, they basically yeah. are like, we love you, but get the fuck out of town. Right. They're making her work. <laughs> we love you. You're the, we're the reason why you went to prison for an entire <laughs> year, but we love you. But, but wait, who was there though? Did you recognize people there? Well, it was Carol there and Lynn there. Were, were they there? The, the town. Yeah, the I whole was too busy was yelling there. at the screen. Yeah. I, I was too busy yelling at the screen. Me too. Because I could not believe this. Well, I was like, it, I think even Hallmark wouldn't pull this shit in a movie. So her studio remained open for the right. year that she was in. Well, that, yeah, that's what I wonder is like, so the mayor couldn't rent it out to somebody else? What a shitty real estate agent. And then she gets out and there's a Jeep. There's like a there's a jeep outside. It's for her, her jeep from jeep the beginning of the movie. It's for jeep. Yeah. Like she, her jeep is still there. Like that didn't get it's repossessed, really. Uh, like have- and and she comes out wearing her like stunning outfit that she had at the beginning of the movie. At, like she's got like uh, uh, um, Louboutins on. Yeah. Like so she gets the jeep the hundred thousand. I guess. I don't know. Probably. Knowing this movie, probably. Like, she was committing tax fraud. Didn't they, like, t- seize some of her assets? I guess not. Not that Jeep. And she could keep renting the place, and I guess it was empty. Maybe she rented that to, like, fringe festivals and stuff like that. She, she sublet it. You, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Sublet it. I want to do a do-over. I want to I want to pick a bloody, scary, gross... Wrong, psycho, killer movie for next week. Go ahead, but I, like it needs to have one of those words in the title. It needs to oh, either yes. be from you know the psycho movies, do? the I'll, killer, or or wrong. I'll even vet it first and watch like a chunk of it. Yeah, just make sure it's not based on a true story. Yeah. I just want just wild and over the top. Because I feel like I gypped myself. <laughs> Well, I'm mad and I'm like, I'm, I'm mad and I'm like, the only person who I could be mad at is me because I did this. Do so, you yes. guys think they would ever they would ever legalize prostitution in this country? I wouldn't be like it. I wouldn't be surprised if California did it someday. Yeah, I could see it becoming legal because there has been a bit of a growing trend in recent years to not demonize sex work. Right. Mm. And it's even called it's it's called sex work now. It's not often referred to as prostitution. Okay. Right. Well, you never know. I could I see mean, that. Like, like, you know, I, I say it's 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 a ways off, but I could see it happening. I could see it happening eventually. Hmm. Anyway, it's a ways off. Anyway, I'm so mad. I need to go eat. This uh, the, talking about the ending of this movie like riles me up. So, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on my website. See, God, even my voice like I have an attitude now. If <laughs> if you want to find me, you can find me on my website, lesskirkendallbarrett.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Kirkendall. Jason, 
You can find all of us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. Please rate and review us on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on. Give us five stars. It helps more people like the listeners of Pod Meets World find our show and uh, know what it's all about. Uh, and uh, go and listen to me. I am on uh, an episode of Pod Meets World that came out last Wednesday. Uh, it is, once again, the I forget what the episode is called, but it has DNA in the title. Uh, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason Kurt. Oh, I'm doing. I'm a working actor now. I'm doing these murder Woo. mystery dinner theaters in the New Jersey, Pennsylvania area. But I'll get. I'll have more information about that later. I just started doing that. That's what I'm up to. But you could check Yay. out KurtFitzpatrick.com. I think I'm going to do a couple movie podcasts. I have those in my future as soon as I watch the movies. That's it. Booked and busy. Uh, yeah, it's getting better. And I am noticing that our social media is growing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because I, I've been getting alerts. Like when people join the page, I get alerts. Maybe that's and so, from the podcast. Yeah. So, mm. and so thank you. Thank you for supporting us. And thank yeah. you for listening. And uh, this rant made me mad. So I'm going to go eat. So until next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.